Our scripture lesson for today is the Gospel according to Luke, chapter, one, chapter 10, verses 1 to 9 and 17. Luke 10, 1 to 9 and 17. Let us hear God's word to us. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I'm sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick who are there, and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. The 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submit to us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. While I was in a seminary in Calcutta, India, I met a young woman missionary who was only a few years older than me. While she was a seminary student, she said, she repeatedly prayed to God saying, Lord, send me as a missionary to anywhere in the world, but please make sure it is to Thailand. <laughs> I thought so too. Amazingly, quite contrary to my experience of God's sense of humor, that is exactly where God sent her. Jesus sending 70 of his followers um, to the villages and towns in Galilee reminds me of Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, where God sent Abraham, saying, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. Exodus chapter 3, verse 10, when God sent Moses, saying, I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelite, out of Egypt. Joshua chapter 1, verse 2, when God sent Joshua, saying, Now proceed to cross the Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them. Our God is a calling and sending God. In Jesus, God calls us to love and serve all people. God sends us to deliver the word to those who have not heard it yet. This weekend worship has three contexts or components of our thinking about being sent. The first context is that 
this is the 4th of July weekend. Pastor Lori preached a beautiful sermon on that to the children and us. We remember those who gave their lives so we can live in freedom today. Independence is living in a country where there is freedom and peace for everyone, including freedom of speech. How is God calling us to live as a people who live in freedom today? In freedom, we are called to live in peace, keeping one another safe instead of terrorizing or killing. In freedom, we are called to listen to each other and hold each other up, regardless of background, race, religion, or orientation. In freedom, we are called to be proud of our unity in our diversity. In freedom, we are called to choose to love God and worship God openly. In freedom, we are to love God and to love one another. And in freedom, we are called to find and maintain ways of peace, justice, and harmony. Our second context of worship for this weekend is that this is a Communion Sunday. On Communion Sundays, we celebrate the Holy Feast here that is on the Lord's table. We remember Jesus who is sent by God to be our salvation, to pay on everyone's behalf for all our sin, and to buy our redemption and our freedom. In communion, we remember that we are all sinners, and God's forgiveness and God's love is what we need every day. That in Jesus, our souls are set free from the sin and evil that surrounds us. In our third context, Jesus sent 70 of his followers into the villages and towns of Galilee to prepare for his upcoming visit. The New Testament scholar Elaine Heath reminds us that Jesus has given the 70 followers the same authority for healing and teaching power that Jesus had. They were also to say to the people, peace to this house, and the kingdom has come near to you. As I studied this passage and our being sent by God, I found myself asking to whom are we being sent, to where, to do what and how. We're not the 70 followers of Jesus long ago. We live in different times and in a significantly different society. But our task is all the same as that of the 70 followers of Jesus long ago. We are sent by God to prepare Jesus' way among all people, to share the good news of God's love and grace, forgiveness and acceptance. We are sent to make people aware of God's redeeming presence in our human life, to be open to receiving hospitality, eating the food set before us, and praying for the sick and to announce that the kingdom of God has come near to them. Eating the food set before us 
in hospitality is not always as easy as it may seem. For the first 10 years of our marriage, my husband Will was sent to 51 countries and 160 plus mission partners around the world. Will would come home telling me stories on how he ate strange foods put before him in hospitality. Some of the memorable foods that he ate includes an anteater's stout in the Congo, zebra meat in Zimbabwe, a whole duck head with a chopstick in Thailand, pork belly stew in China. Hmm, I wish it was me, I would have loved it. <laughs> he didn't. And fermented yak butter fudge in Tibet, and glasses of straight sugar cane juice in India. No wonder he became a diabetic. <laughs> All Christian missions begin with God's love for us in Jesus. They continue with Jesus sending us to share the good news with others. It is about Jesus and about people coming to love him and follow him. We read in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, Although you have not seen him, you love him, and even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and rejoice with an indescribable and glorious joy. Our role will always be to prepare, support, and invite people for the coming of Jesus Christ. We are the advance team, not the star attraction. We are sent to relate to others with mutual hospitality, grateful presence, and respectful open conversations. God values us all equally. We are all precious and beloved in the sight of God. We're not to serve to our own advantage or self-interest. The people have a right to accept or decline our offer or mission. It is not always easy to understand what our mission is or what God has sent us to do. Back in the 1970s, a community of Christians sent a mission team, including our friend Bob Alter, to a remote village in the mountains of northern India. They asked the villagers what it is that they needed most, many of them being teachers the mission team assumed the village needed a school for the children. The villagers said, we need water. The mission team did not hear them and offered to work on a health clinic. Again, the villagers said, we need water. Finally, the mission team understood they helped the villagers put in a pipeline from a spring and build a reservoir for the whole village. The villagers were very happy. They got the clean water they most needed. Eventually, they came to trust the mission team and a school and a health clinic were also built. Finally, the villagers asked the mission team, why are you helping us? Now we're talking about a stretch of some years. And then the mission team finally got to say, we are Christians sent by Jesus Christ. So began the teaching of the good news of the gospel in word as well as in deed continues. 
over the decades in Presbyterian Church, our overseas missionaries discovered evangelism or sharing the word of God includes providing education, medical care, economic development, and access to food and clean water. They discover that they are sent to serve the whole person. Through the gifts of generosity and involvement, Church of the Palms is a part of these missions here around the, and around the world. We have discerned that God has sent us to love God and to love neighbor. The 70 followers knew little about the people to whom Jesus sent them. Similarly, we know little about the neighbor we serve locally and nationally and globally. Yet we love them all the same as Jesus loves them. Thanks be to God who considers us worthy of being sent. Amen. <laughs>